Wellness with Claire McKenna. With Benelin non-drowsy chesty coughs. Gets to work fast. Always read the label. Ask your pharmacist for advice. Jonathan in for Kieran this evening on The Hard Shoulder. Time for a weekly look into the world of wellness. Claire McKenna has joined us. Hiya, Claire. How are you? You hanging in there? I am, and I've been very good. Uh, I mean, Santi hopefully is watching and will take all of this into consideration. I mean, maybe it's just a sign of my age, but I've been very tame this Christmas. I haven't even done much outside of my normal odd tipple at the weekends. Uh, Do I get a prize? I think even when Santa checks the list to see who's naughty and nice, he likes a little mix of both. There's always room for a bit of naughty. And look, there's still time for you to let loose a little bit once work is done. I will, I'll hold you to that particular plan and if I wake up tomorrow with a hangover I know whose fault it'll be. Uh, it does get a little stressful around Christmas for people because there are invitations and you know even even those antisocial amongst us uh, like myself we, we kind of have to go out the odd time. Yeah, I wanted to do a little Christmas survival guide because I think you know we get so caught up in the Christmas movie version of what it is and quite often it's not that. Now, that's not to say there's not lots of lovely things, um, you know, the gifts, the nights out, the fairy lights, uh, the food, all of that um, to the people that are lucky enough to have that in their life. But that can really lead to burnout. We're juggling quite a lot shopping lists and meeting different people and energy levels and winding down work and it really can be a lot so I wanted to look at some of the ways that you can help yourself over Christmas including some hangover cures how to mind your tummy over Christmas with all the excess and then how to survive Christmas without having a family fallout. Yeah and and those do happen whether we uh, like it or not and no matter how hard we try inevitably small things get out of hand and we'll come back to that but we've talked touched on alcohol already. It is the time of year when people overindulge. And I can't remember the exact definition of binge drinking again, but uh, uh, your doctor better not be looking at you for the next week or so if you do take a drink. No, and any time, you know, on Ireland AM or whatever, when we'd have somebody, say, from Drink Aware on and they'll show what an actual unit of alcohol is, particularly with wine, now that we drink out of big goblets, you do always get a real shock. But look... People assume because I'm here to talk about health and wellness, I'll be saying, no, do not drink and do not do this and yeah, you know, yeah. just stick Both to a green Kill McKenna, juice. as you're no. known at the Christmas party no. in News Talk. <laughs> Absolutely not. Look, this is a time for enjoying yourself, you know, letting the hair down, toasting with, you know, what what, what is that? There's parties for hosting marshmallows for toasting. Just get, get, get on top of it all, I say. But there are some little things that you should know along the way. I didn't know that we can't actually metabolise alcohol. It gets turned into another substance. I'm going to say this wrong, even though I was repeating it over and over in the car on the way in. Acetaldehyde. And acetaldehyde. That's, I'm going. I'm going to give you a pass right, on that I, one. I, I yeah. know it's wrong, but it's it's toxic at high levels, which is why we feel so rotten the next day, and it also interferes with our brain activity when we sleep. So even though you kind of pass out in the bed, you actually aren't getting the high quality sleep. So that's why we often feel like we have jet lag. Then there's that toxicity going on in our bodies, and that's why we feel really low. So. There was actually a report done into hangover cures back in 1998 and it's still the most frequently cited source on the topic. It was um, by a doctor in America and Hair of the Dog actually has some merit to it. So there's some sort of a sedative in alcohol. So you would never take yourself off medicated sedatives 
really quickly. So you're taking loads one day and not the next. We know that wouldn't be good for ourselves. So there is something in the idea. Now, I'm not suggesting that if you've done the 12 pubs of Christmas, 12 drinks is quite a lot. The next night you need to hit 12 drinks again to even <laughs> the whole thing out because the next day you're really going to pay for it. But there is research to show that that one, the next day to ease the withdrawal symptoms can help. Likewise, yeah, fluids. Claire, one becomes two, becomes three, and then you're stuck in a cycle. I mean, their next one, the intake of fluids is far more important, isn't it? Which is drink water. Yeah, well, I didn't know. You know, I thought you were just, if you were out for a few drinks, you know, people are up and down to the bathroom. I thought that was just because you were taking in more liquid or people are drinking pints and stuff. But it actually inhibits the release of vasopressin, which is the hormone that decreases the volume of urine made by the kidneys. So the kidneys start working overtime, which I really didn't know. That's why you go to the toilet more. So you're losing more water. So look, I always, I always live by one alcoholic drink, one water when I'm out and it saves my life. And my husband kind of by osmosis picked that up because he'd be kind of around me and he claims that since we've been together his hangovers are less. That could be just a romance talking. I don't know. I was just going to say, that sounds like the best <laughs> chat up line of all time. How are you, Claire? My hangovers aren't as bad as I met you. Brilliant. <laughs> we also need carbohydrates in our system because drinking lowers our blood sugar levels. So some of that fatigue might be your brain working without enough of its main fuel because carbohydrates are what our brain needs. So when you wake up in that morning, you really might not feel well, but do try and get that little bit of toast into you. And I didn't know that darker coloured alcoholic beverages are more, will cause more of a hangover than the clear liquids such as vodka and gin. So that's an interesting one that I had never Colour heard counts. before. Colour does count. Um, and part of the study they said that those who had sufficient levels of B vitamins and zinc in their system had less of a hangover. So you're probably a bit late to start throwing that into you now, but it's worth knowing for next year you can set yourself up well. I have to say that my tip to the good people listening right now, definitely water. Uh, if you have a pint or two of water uh, before you go to bed, uh, it really, you do feel the benefit of it the following day. But also take the paracetamol the night before. Don't wait until you wake up with the hangover. If you take them the night before, it does take the edge off when you do wake up. I don't know if a medical professional would be... Uh, behind that. I'm the same. I am not a medical professional. <laughs> I would like to go on record as saying. I'm the same with uh, Diorolite. Um, I find that that's great. That, that you know, you'd often have it in the house if the kids uh, have a vomiting bug and their yeah. salt levels go down because they're dehydrated. One of those before you go out can keep your salt levels at the correct level. And I swear by that. But again, I'm not a, me- a, a medical professional. Uh, we've got to talk about the bloat that inevitably comes at Christmas as well. I've a pair of trousers coming to me on Christmas Day and <laughs> I am gravely concerned that the book, the button that keeps them together will fly off at such velocity after my Christmas dinner. It could injure those seated near me. So the warning has now gone out. How do we manage to, how will I keep that button on, number one? And number two, how do we manage the fact that we are going to do the dog in it? I think you should just go straight for the tracksuit bottoms. I certainly will. I'm not going to, I'm not going to embrace any buttons whatsoever if I can help it on the day. Because look, it is a day where there is so much food around and that's your Christmas dinner is like a big, huge part of it. I mean, I think kind of pace yourself through the day, but look, each to their own, whatever Christmas day means to you, you do you. But again, 
increasing your water consumption makes a big difference. Having a probiotic is really important. Simprove or similar you'll get in your pharmacy. Live yogurt is really good as well. Just so your tummy is lined with what it needs to help because what they're saying is it's the excess fat and sugars and when they ferment in the gut it's actually not dissimilar to the fermentation process of champagne because sugars are added to grape juice and that causes bubbles. So we're kind of walking around like one great big fizzy festive drink and the way to kind of move all that on is to get out for the walk and sometimes that's going to feed into surviving the family fallout getting out and about by yourself with family, getting everybody up from the squabbling over, you know, the board game or whatever is going on or whoever's doing your head in, it actually will really help with any indigestion you Mm. might be feeling. And it might be worth getting some peppermint capsules in or peppermint tea because that's excellent for bloating. Uh, Bloating aside, you you mentioned that we're walking around like champagne bottles. Of course, if you shake a champagne bottle and take the cork off, it flies out at the same speed as the button flying off me trousers. And that's what happens when rows break out on Christmas Day. I undertook a policy many years ago of just letting everything slide on Christmas Day. If somebody says something that annoys me or gets to me, it's like, oh, grand, yeah, what's on BBC Two? Um, Is that the only way you can get through this? Yeah, put politics on the back burner. There may be things that you wished you'd said. I just don't think Christmas Day is the time for it. Compromise is key. Just, you know, let it slide the way you're saying. Now is not the time when everyone's there and a lot of different families and in-laws and everybody's gathered around If you do have something big on your mind, I would suggest drinking mindfully because you might not be as in control of what you have to say. Get yourself out for the walk, but also establish some boundaries. If you go for Christmas drinks in Auntie X's house and you don't you don't you don't enjoy it it doesn't really fill you up but you're doing it because you feel you have to maybe sit sit it out this year and we you know we're we're free to make our own christmas traditions and and mind ourselves and i don't think you should take yourself up to the hill like mm. the grinch or anything but you know establish your boundaries pop your head in suit yourself and treat yourself with kindness and compassion and don't forget the favourite phrase of anyone trying to avoid anything this Christmas. Ah, we never really picked that up again after COVID. We kind of let COVID kind of kill that off, uh, which is a great way of saying, didn't like doing it anyway, stop doing it now. Uh, Claire, absolute pleasure. Alive and kicking, of course. Have you been alive and kicking on this weekend because of the Christmas? Yes, I do. And uh, this week I look back at three of the people I spoke to who kind of stayed with me long after we pulled down the fader. So we're looking back at them this weekend. Claire McKenna. Wellness with Claire McKenna. With Benelin non-drowsy chesty coughs. Gets to work fast. Always read the label. Ask your pharmacist for advice.